Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 115 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Yesterday, ever after having a conversation with Jim, it reminded me on the, the way home as we had quite a bit of drive from being out west in Utah into Sagegrass area. On the way back after talking with him, it reminded me of a situation that happened that I guess I've put out of my mind. Normally, when we're doing elk removals, we find ourselves in unusual situations. And that's because we're trying to move elk as effectively as possible, as quickly as possible. And so we try to come up with creative solutions to be able to remove these animals. We had a situation where we had a large pivot, the only pivot in the area, and the elk were coming in right to the center of the pivot. And the only time they would come in was after dark. So sometimes our removals happen at midnight or two o'clock in the morning or five in the morning or whatever it happens. And we'll use a multitude of methods, whether it's spotlights, truck lights, um, in some places, I wasn't lucky enough, but they have night vision scopes, which would have been muy beneficial to us. But at the time I was working there, they aren't available. They have now become more available to others. And I found myself in a situation. We had to remove in excess of 10 animals. That's what our plan called for. And the reason why we were allowed to remove up to 10 animals, whether they were antlerless or antlered animals, it didn't really matter because the amount of damage equal to the cost of the animal, the amount of damage that they were estimated to be receiving in that field was in excess of the cost of 10 animals. Now, ultimately, we try to, when it's a depredation situation like that, we try to target antlerless animals. One of the reasons for that is a lot of the times in these areas we're over objective or right at objective. So by removing these antler antlerless animals, we are affecting the population. If you go after the males, the antlered animals, then you're not really having much effect on the population. And number two is a social reason. If you start telling people that you killed a 350, 400-inch bull in the field at midnight, people become upset. And so we tried not to target these antlered animals. But I found myself in a situation in which we had shot three or four elk, and they lay dead in a field. And while everybody was out, else was in a truck and they were chasing the elk out of the field or they were on four-wheelers. They had all gone different directions. Uh, me being the lowest guy on the totem pole, it was up to me to start gutting the animals. And I actually got fairly quick. Uh, you give me a sawzall and it doesn't take me more than five, maybe ten minutes to gut an elk. It's just not that hard of a process. The most I've ever gutted in one sitting was 20 mule deer that were removed from an orchard. That is the most. But in this situation, I found myself in the middle of the night gutting these elk out in the middle of the field. And unbeknownst to me is as the my boss and all those guys were coming back the elk, because of the greenery and the amount of protein that was available in that field, 
didn't care, and they immediately came back into the field. Now they started to come out to help me, and they realized that the elk were back in the field. And one individual who I worked with, he was not aware that I was out in the middle of the field. Everybody else apparently was, but he was not. And he started shooting at the elk, and I found myself on the backside of the elk. The elk crossed in between me and the group of people that I was working with, and he starts shooting. I had to find cover laying next to the bodies of the carcasses of the elk that we had just dropped because they started shooting, one individual started shooting almost directly at me. And then as the elk went through, this individual got super excited and started shooting at the elk as they were running. And he was shooting, ended up shooting at the rancher's cattle in the process because the elk passed through the cattle. And it's just one of those situations that you find yourself in. It doesn't matter how safe you are. You think you're doing the right thing that all chaos just happens with some people when they get near. So I found myself hunkered down behind these animals, laying on these animals, just, and, and you can hear the shots as they pop overhead. It just makes this snapping, whizzing sound. It's the craziest. I don't know how to describe it, but it was an absolutely nutty situation. Looking back on it now, it's funny, but at that moment, it was terrifying and just just blew my mind. But that's just another day in the life of a person working in wildlife. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Stay wild.